Imagine a world where individuals reach their fitness goals because they know exactly what to do and how to do it. That's the vision that gets us up every morning here at RxFit. We are on a mission of helping individuals reach their goals through prescribed fitness. The Faces of RxFit podcast is a continuation of that mission. Let's face it, the vast majority of individuals are either unhappy or unhealthy when it comes to their overall health. This podcast is dedicated to both sharing our stories and teaching our community how sleep, nutrition, exercise, mindset, and connection with others are the key variables that will transform us to happier and healthier people. Every Monday, we interview someone in our community that has made that transformation from unhappy and unhealthy to happy and healthy. Then every Friday, an RxFit coach will share their unique insights on one of these five variables. For those not a part of our gym community, receive your free fitness prescription by signing up for our No Sweat intro on our website, rxfit.health. Now, let's get to today's episode. All right, as a gym owner, I've built out a handful of different gyms here in Utah and also in my parents' place back in Columbus, Ohio. And I've learned something every time I've done it. And in lieu of COVID, I've been getting some emails and some questions on, hey, Tyler, what do you think I should get, the rower or the echo bike, bumper plates or dumbbells? And I thought I'd put together um, kind of a list of five different pieces of equipment that every home gym needs, okay? Um, But before I address these five different pieces of equipment, you need to answer three specific questions. First is, how often is this going to get used? Second is, how long is this going to last before I need to replace it? And third is, how effective is this at getting me fit? Okay, so the first one is, in a given week, how often are you going to use it in that week? The second is, how long, what's the lifetime value of this thing? Is it going to last three years, five years, the rest of my life? And then the third question is, is it, an act, is it actually an effective piece of equipment? Can I use it in different ways? Um, or is it something just to help me with deadlifts versus is it something that I can do deadlifts and power cleans and snatches and back squats and front squats and overhead squats with? Okay. So number one is dumbbells. Okay. Actually, I'll address all five first. I would get rubber hex dumbbells as my first purchase. My second purchase would be wooden gymnastic rings. I'll go into an explanation in a minute. My third would be a Concept 2 rower. My fourth would be uh, a barbell, the Rogue Ohio barbell or the Bella barbell from Rogue Fitness. And then the fifth would be high temp bumper plates. And I'll go into an explanation here now. So dumbbells, an incredible amount of fitness can be achieved just with your own body weight. And I mean like push-ups, sit-ups, running, playing sports, etc. So my first recommendation would be a weighted object, an external weighted object. And I prefer dumbbells over barbells, at least initially, because they take up less storage space and less floor space when you use it. So if you're if you're trying to build out a home gym, you want smaller pieces of equipment, and therefore the dumbbell works better. Um, But also, especially if you're trying to build this out in your corporate setting, more people can fit into a room when dumbbells are being used versus barbells. Also, I prefer dumbbells over kettlebells simply because you can use them in more ways comfortably. 
All right. I suppose you can do the same movements with both, but the kettlebell requires you to rest the bell portion on the back of your wrist whenever you do overhead movements or whenever you do single arm like snatches, things like that. And it kind of bruises up the forearm. So I like the dumbbell more for that reason. And finally, I would choose rubber hex dumbbells over any other kind of dumbbell because they last, okay? Don't buy a steel dumbbell. They break after a couple years. We've done it, we've made that mistake. At my gyms now, we have uh, all of our dumbbells are rubber hex and we have, haven't had a single one break in five years now. So on equipment purchase number two would be wooden gymnastic rings. Wait. I know what you're thinking. Gymnastic rings? Yes. You're missing out on a tremendous amount of fitness gains if you aren't using gymnastic rings. And I would say they need to happen at, you need to be using them at least twice every week. They serve the same purpose as a pull up bar, except they have more utility. All right. For example, I can hang them up high and perform pull ups and muscle ups on them. Then I can raise that or lower them. To my hips and modify pull-ups by performing ring rows. I can also do eyes, Ys, and T's, which are different gymnastic exercises. And then I can lower them down to the floor, just an inch off the floor, and I can perform dynamic push-ups or any kind of TRX exercises. I can put my feet in it and perform some core exercises, things like that. So the utility in just two wooden rings far outweighs the utility in a pull-up bar. The versatility of it is an obvious choice over the pull-up bar, okay? Number three would be a Concept 2 rower. After a strength and calisthenic piece of equipment, I would lean towards some kind of cardio, okay? I know you can run, but if you're building out a corporate gym, it's going to be kind of funky to run outside. And if you're building out a home gym, maybe you don't want your neighbors seeing you run. Um, so I would get some kind of cardio piece of equipment because you can only do so many line hops or jump ropes for so long. And jump ropes simply just don't last that long has been my experience. So I would get something that lasts a really long time, but obviously jump rope's gonna cost about far less than a rower's gonna cost. So here's why. I chose the rower instead of the stationary bike because the rowing machine is full body. You can use your hamstrings, glutes, quads, low back, lats, and biceps when performing a row where a stationary bike is pretty much exclusive to the quads, all right? You simply can't get more out of your training session than by using a rower. Um, you may also consider purchasing an Airdyne, which is one of those bikes that uses your arms and your legs, or even the Assault Bike or Rogue Echo Bike. Now, of these three, I like the Rogue Echo Bike the best because they last the longest. Um, they're variants of the stationary bike, but they also incorporate the use of the full body. So I, I would take it over a stationary bike. However, I still would recommend a rower over one of these bikes as the storage of the rower takes up less space than one of these bikes. For example, the Rogue Echo Bike, you can fit two, almost two and a half rowers where you would place a bike. Um, and lastly, this goes without saying, purchase it from Concept2. You can also purchase it from Rogue Fitness, but it's the Concept2 brand. These, these last a lifetime, and they can calculate anything, anywhere. It, it's just the best machine. You can't go wrong with that purchase. Number four is a barbell. Okay, 
you can't get seriously strong without a barbell. So this would be my first real strength piece of equipment. There's no better piece. It's not comparable to anything else. And if weightlifting isn't a part of your corporate fitness plan or even your garage fitness plan, I would strongly encourage it. If you don't know what you're doing, hire a coach. The power, speed, coordination, agility, accuracy, balance, all that this single piece of equipment can elicit is, is amazing. There are, however, a lot of different barbells out on the market. So this would be my recommendation. Go to roguefitness.com. They make the best strength and conditioning equipment in the world. That's why the professional and the top university um, elite strength and conditioning programs are all outfitted with Rogue. And by for your, the men, there is a difference between a men's barbell and a woman's barbell. The circumference of the barbell is smaller for women, so their hands can fit around it. And the weight is 10 pounds lighter. So for men, I would buy the Rogue Ohio Barbell. Those are the most durable and most reasonably priced. And then for the female, I would buy a Bella Barbell. Okay. Um, also, I've learned that if you buy barbells for men and barbells for women in a, in a commercial setting, and I would imagine the same thing would happen in a corporate setting, and even if you were wanting your spouse to exercise, if you have a barbell for a female, they lift more often. It's kind of funny on the mind. Um, I think traditionally women didn't lift because they didn't want to get bulky. Um, get the females barbells and they'll use them more often. Um, both of these barbells, the Bella barbell and the Rogue Ohio barbell have lifetime warranties on them too. So if they bend, uh, which won't happen, you can get a refund. If they break, you can get a refund or a replacement rather. And then also they only, they require very little maintenance. I only clean ours once a year and they still spin great. Finally, bumper plates. Okay. I had, I spoke with a corporate fitness, um, an, an HR executive over the, over a corporate fitness program. <laughs> and this individual bought barbells and no squat racks or bumper plates. Now you need bumper plates before squat racks, but holy cow, buying a bumper plate is like buying a toothbrush and forgetting the toothpaste. They go together. You need bumper plates to put on the end of the barbell. I would recommend uh, high temp bumper plates over anything else because they last the longest. They're made in Alabama from Rogue Fitness. Rogue Fitness is stationed in Ohio, but they make them out of Alabama and they last forever. They're made out of... Um, uh, Tires, old tires. So um, also I would recommend for every two barbells, I would buy 245 pounds of bumper plates. Why 245 pounds? It's just a nice number that includes a pair of 45s, a pair of 35s, a pair of 25s, a pair of 10s, 5s, and 2.5s. And um, you probably, especially in a corporate gym, you probably won't run out of bumper plates if you're buying 245 pounds per, for every two barbells. Um, and... For a common gym goer, that is a big pet peeve is when the plates or the weight is limited when it's gone. Um, so don't let that happen in your gym. Takeaway, there's other pieces of equipment that are very valuable. This is my attempt at making a list of the five most important pieces and building out a corporate gym or a garage gym. There's obviously some other pieces of equipment. Maybe I'll do a follow-up episode 
um, on this. But for now, that's my take on it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have questions you would like asked on this podcast, send them to me through the gym's Instagram account at rxfit.gym. Also, as a final reminder, if you don't currently work out with us at RxFit, I invite you to email me at tyler at rxfit.health where we can discuss your 2020 health goals. Let's do this together.